You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to episode number 40 of the Travel Talk Weekly Show, original air date, July 14th, 2020. So we had some different plans for this week's show. This is the very first show that we have both recorded and aired on the same day for a couple of reasons. <laughs> that is true. We were going to share the TV shows that influenced our own travel to career and TV show. The good news is that will be next week's show. This week, we're actually in the middle of travel. And ironically, I forgot to bring our hard drive that had all of our fun music and stuff. So the intro transition was probably a little different. Um, (laughs) But usually we're really, really good about planning our days to give us time to work. And also just in terms of packing, we are so out of practice and it's so obvious. And if you're listening to this on the day it airs on Tuesday, we are recording this from our hotel room at Disney's Pop Century. Yeah, that's part of the exciting news this week. Disney World reopened after being closed for about four months. And since it's a huge part of our business, we knew we had to be here. And like I mentioned, we still are. We still have a few more days at the parks this week. We do. And if you want to hear all about what's going on at Walt Disney World and the reopening, all of that stuff, head on over to our other podcast, Disney Travel Secret Show. And if you're like most of our listeners, you probably already listened to that show. But if you don't, that is all Disney, all the time. So we are thinking about our overall experience here and all the concerns with COVID-19 and travel right now because all eyes are on Disney. They have been in the news ever since they reopened and everybody is just watching. They're waiting. They're seeing what's happening happening over there. Disney is a leader in bringing travel back. So of course, they are the ones that are going to be way ahead in the new safety precautions. It's even more kind of in our face right now because we're in Orlando. So we watch the Orlando news stations and all the talk is about Disney and the fact that Hong Kong Disneyland either just shut down or is about to shut down again based on some things happened over there. So of course, the speculation is, is Disney going to stay open? I will say I predict the answer is absolutely they will. To keep this week short and sweet, we'll give you your weekly dose of travel. We have some travel tips and things to plan for on your next trip to keep you safe, plus a few updates to some destinations. So people all across the country are totally split on should you travel right now? Even the question, is it too early to open Disney? And people are still totally split. Even some of the media that was here covering Disney Live, half of them were like, you know what, things are going great. And half of them were like, I don't know if people should be traveling yet. And is it safe to go to Florida? When it comes down to it, it's all about being smart and really travel when you are comfortable. There's nothing worse than going somewhere that you're not comfortable because you're going to augment everything. Just and your brain be does that. Overly anxious. Yes. Here's the funny thing: is no one's really talking about the fact that SeaWorld's open, Legoland's open, Universal open, Bush you know, Gardens is Bush open. Gardens, all of the all uh, of them are open. Island, yep. you know, the water park, Gatlinburg, that whole place is open. Yet when Disney opens, oh my gosh, it's too soon. Yeah. Being in the travel business with Disney, a big chunk of that, I think it's time to go back. We've talked about this on you know multiple shows that if they would have told us it would have been four months when in March when they when they first kicked this off if they said okay guys we're going to be closed till July people would have went crazy and they knew that 
So the media and everybody out there, they were spoon feeding us the information so that you know, they could kind of keep us in our place, I would say at the time. And four months, it's enough. You know, the whole idea was to flatten the curve, which we did. And as travelers, we tell people, as you just said, if you're not comfortable, stay home. But you can't just keep people, you know, locked in their house or stay at home order and all this stuff and every, you know, all these businesses closed down. They spent their life building and now they're gone. We have to get people back to work, opening their business. And I think Disney is a very important part of that strategy. So using Disney as a guideline, if you are somebody who is ready to travel, there are some things that you're probably going to want to do that will be a little bit different than what you have done in a past. So based on some of our observations, now that we are back traveling, there are some things that we recommend you consider to make sure you have a very smart and safe vacation. Wherever you plan to go, make sure you call the resort or wherever you're going ahead of time and see what requirements are in place because each state is different. In Florida, masks in public spaces are mandatory if you're going into a business. Now, in Disney, it's different. They want you to wear them everywhere, including at the resorts. That's their prerogative. Yep, on the buses, even on rides. Even on the rides. Yeah. That was, that was, I think, the one that shocked me a little bit. Not just the rides, I get that. But we talked about Universal. On the water rides, you could take a mask off. Here at Disney, you cannot. Yeah. So make sure you understand what those requirements are for whatever the destination is. Very, very important. Also, airlines are going to require masks. So be prepared. And with that, we recommend that you don't just travel with one mask, but bring several so that you can clean and rotate them out. Or if you want to use the disposable ones, you have enough to get through your vacation. And the irony of that is just this morning, we were at Magic Kingdom. We sat down just for a quick breakfast and my mask was completely soaked. It was 9.15. We had walked into the park. We had ridden Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, grabbed a, a chicken and waffle sandwich, which was really good, by the way. <laughs> and my mask was soaked through. And that was only because you were sweating to death because it was so hot. Well, yeah, it's not because I was spitting. Well, no, it. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't because it was raining it wasn't or raining. anything. No, it was just when you go somewhere that's really, really hot and you sweat, your mask is going to get wet. But thankfully, we had your backups. We always have a backup. Yep, always. And of course, if you are traveling with kids, make sure they understand all about the masks and they know how to wear them. That's going to save you a lot of headaches from constantly saying, remember, pull that up over your nose, don't take it off. If you are going somewhere that's going to be hot and humid, we do recommend multiple masks. For this trip, you and I, we both have four masks. Number two, bring your own hand sanitizer and some cleaning wipes like Lysol wipes. Most hotels are doing a whole lot more cleaning than they normally do. But just in case you want to make sure to wipe down those frequently used touch points, TV remotes, you know, the phone, the door handles. Here at Disney, they do provide a complete diagram of what they clean. But also when we checked in to our hotel room, I noticed that our TV remote was wrapped in a little baggie with a sticker on it that said clean. And in the showers, they have the bottles that are kind of fixed on the wall. And they even had a little piece of plastic over them saying sanitize so yes. that you knew someone had cleaned that. That's actually the sign of a good hotel though because we also were over at town play suites for one night and they also had some new cleaning procedures one of them was we will not be putting a coffee maker in your room but if you want one you can come down and pick one up from the front desk yes. little things like that that places are doing things just a little bit different now this next one is pretty obvious but there's a reason we're mentioning it and that is wash your hands often. I know it sounds super basic, but sometimes when you're traveling, you get out of routines. 
So you sit down and you just dive right into your food. No, go wash your hands first and then come back and eat. When you're done eating, go wash them again. Um, hand sanitizer can only go so far. And this is kind of funny because you know, our parents and grandparents were absolutely right. You go to, you know, you go to dinner. Um, did you wash your hands? So what we learned from our parents and grandparents is even more true today. Yeah, and especially because when you are traveling, a lot of times you're grabbing like quick food. So you're eating a lot of hamburgers and french fries and you know all that good stuff. You're not sitting down knife and forking everything. So that does make a difference. Wash your hands, people. Tip number four, practice distancing. We love this one. And we love that about Disney because you're constantly reminded to stay six feet apart whenever you're going to be in a place where it could be a queue or a line. There are these, you know, lines on the ground, you know, stay apart, you know, keep six feet apart. I like that because it also makes the lines going into the rides seem longer than they are. Oh my gosh, I'm way out here and boom, you're already in. Yeah. And even at like the airports and stuff, when you're going into that Starbucks and they're telling you to stay six feet apart, it's totally fine. If somebody like cuts up on your back, like too close and you're not comfortable, just say, oh, excuse me, six feet apart. Yeah. Pull your mask down and stick your tongue. No, you don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the the nice thing is everybody is aware of it. There's going to be signage it pretty much in the US everywhere just reminding you. And it's great because people actually follow it. And I've noticed this, especially at Disney, it was one of the things I was kind of curious about because universal people weren't following it as much. But at Disney, They are following it and people are staying apart. I love it. And number five, again, something very, very important is before you book your trip, make sure you understand if there are any self-quarantine requirements for your state either coming or going. So for example, if you live in New York and you are coming to Florida, you are supposed to self-quarantine for 14 days before you go out. So if you're planning on vacation, that's not really a vacation to just go in quarantine. But on the flip side, if you have visited Florida or you're coming from Florida and you go into New York, you are supposed to self-quarantine for another 14 days. So if you don't understand these restrictions before you go, you could find yourself in a tricky situation. And you just said the phrase, know before you go. And that's for this tip is probably the most important because things are constantly changing in travel. And so I used to be, if you're coming from New York to Florida, you have to quarantine which is crazy because you, you, you why would you come down? Why would you come down for a 7-day <laughs> trip when you have to stay here for 2 weeks right. to go back? And now people from Florida going to New York. I mean there's all this crazy stuff going on. So just know both where you're going to and where you're coming from. And know al- what, know what the rules are. And also make sure you know any restrictions that your employer may have as well. There are some professions where if you leave the country or you go to certain states, when you come back, you have to self-quarantine. So just be aware of that before you make those travel plans. Number six, see if any negative COVID-19 tests are required and what the time frame is. A couple of states require a negative test done within the last 72 hours before entering, and I'll use Alaska as the example. And some of the Caribbean islands are starting to require it as well. Every week it seems to change. Yeah. And so recently, the Bahamas, and a lot of people love to go to Atlantis down in Nassau, they suddenly added this requirement literally like about a week ago, which basically was, hey, if you're going to come to the Bahamas, you need to have a negative test that you've taken within 72 hours. So imagine if you had a trip where you were supposed to go the next day, and you find out that you're supposed to have this. Well, there's nothing worse than getting there and then them saying, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go back and on your own dime. 
So make sure you know these are changing constantly, and it's very, very important that you stay on top of it. So even if today, let's say you have a trip headed to Jamaica next month, if today things are good, just know it may not be good by the time you go in terms of needing a test. And number seven. This one, I think, is one of your favorites. It is. It's it's just weird. I never in my life would have thought about this, but when you're traveling, make sure you have a digital thermometer. Some places, like especially the theme parks, are doing a temperature check. That's the first part before you even get to security. They have a separate area here at all the theme parks where they check your temperature first. So it'd be good to know if you are running a slight temperature, it'd be better to know in advance than to get over there and say, oh my gosh, I have to come back because my temperature is too high. Something I never would have thought would have been a smart travel item. Well, and also, if you are starting to spike a fever, you probably should not be going out anywhere. Exactly. Get the fever taken care of. (laughs) Yeah, get that taken care of, which leads to number eight, and that is the most important, on my list at least, and that is if you feel sick at all, regardless of if it's COVID or not, do not travel. When you are sick and you are traveling, you are spreading illnesses around, whether you know it or not. And sadly, We see people all the time who are traveling, especially in the winter when like the flu's creeping up or there's people, maybe they have like really bad colds. They still don't want to miss out on a vacation. And so they're still traveling. This is not good for you or for anyone else. And that's one of the reasons why we say get trip insurance so that if you do get sick, you can make alternate plans and not feel like you are out all that money if you did some non-refundable stuff. But if you are sick, don't travel. Destinations will still be there. And that's why you want to just, you know, be responsible. Absolutely. Vacations help you reset. We absolutely know how important they are. And I think travel now is more important probably than it has ever been because people are tired of being cooped up. They're tired of having their cruises canceled, their vacations canceled, all these things, tours canceled. They are ready to get out. And when you're taking a trip, let's say Disney, again, I know we're using that a lot, but (laughs) it is top of mind, though. It's in the news. (laughs) We're here on property. And the things they're doing to keep us safe, I feel safer here than I do in my grocery store. I know, right? Me too. (laughs) But there are so many places to visit where you can just relax and you don't have to go to a theme park if that's more your style. You got all the national parks. We talked about that a few shows ago. Heck, rent an RV and go see some of the country. Yeah. There are so many places that you can go, but if you do want to go to some of those more popular places, make sure that you follow some of these safety procedures and just be safe. We're excited because we are taking our first international trip of the year, and we had a few of those planned before I know, right? (laughs) I am taking you to Mexico. Mexico. Specifically Riviera Maya, (laughs) the area south of Cancun. We're going to stay at a five-star, all-inclusive luxury resort. But that comes back to us. Being in the travel business, we do feel very safe traveling, and we know how to keep ourselves safe. And so we are really excited. You know, if people are not feeling safe and they're feeling anxious, just don't go. That's okay. Yeah. And I can't wait to share more after we do travel to Mexico so that we can kind of report back on what those procedures are. I feel very comfortable. We understand what the procedures are at the resort that we're going to. So no surprises. We know this show is really short, but to be blunt, we're going to head back to Magic Kingdom as soon as we I get know, this right? edited. And, <laughs> Mickey and, and Minnie and are up. waiting for us. So, yes, we're going to go see them. And thanks for understanding that this week was a very short, abbreviated show. We are going to be headed back to Magic Kingdom this afternoon. But I am really excited for next week's show because we do have it mostly all written. I think you'll learn a little bit more about Rob and I and just some of the big influences on our own travel career that we have had between our, our TV show and our travel agency. Until then, remember this. It's a great, big, beautiful world. 
And I think it's time to get out there and see it. And never stop exploring. Safely, of course. <laughs> <laughs>